Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers. I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Maddie D. Hey Kieran, Brad Pitt was the Invisible Man. And if you didn't what? want to know that, yeah, got you off guard. You don't know what I'm talking no, about. I, don't. I know you don't know what I'm talking about. And maybe some people won't. Maybe some people will. But if you didn't want to know that, Kieran, then you shouldn't be listening to the show even though you're talking right now because that is a spoiler. I love how convoluted you make all these spoilers <laughs> with the explanation. You could just flat out say it and leave it at that. Yep. But, you know, oh, well, where's the fun in that? Where is be, the fun in it that? It wouldn't be the Matty D character if he didn't just go on a rant <laughs> yeah, for I, five seconds. I am a character. This is not how I yeah. talk in everyday life. Yeah, same here. Uh, it's a persona that I bring to the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Everything's scripted, including yeah. this next line where I say, yeah, if you haven't listened to the show before, what we do on it is we look at upcoming Hollywood blockbusters. We look at the poster. We look at the trailer. Any sort of marketing or pre-release material that we can get our hands on. And then we attempt to predict as much of the plot as humanly possible. That's right. That's right. And when the movie comes out, we go watch these movies and see how close or how far we were to what the actual plot was. And you know it's scripted, this podcast, because Manny D always says, that's right, that's right at that point. (laughs) Well, that's what it says on the cue card. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Maybe we should throw the cue cards away for this episode and break our bonds. We'll become sentient. We'll break away our shackles, just like... (laughs) The movie that we're talking about this week, Free Guy, we're going to break the shackles and throw off the chains of society and become we're going to be free. free guys ourselves. Because if it wasn't obvious from the title of the episode and from what I just said, and as we mentioned last week, this week we're talking about the upcoming Ryan Reynolds sci-fi comedy. That's what it's classified as. Is it really sci-fi a sci-fi comedy, comedy? Free Guy. What other sci-fi comedies are there? There's tons. Hot Tub Time Machine is a sci-fi uh, comedy. I guess so. I was thinking of that one with uh, Alan Rickman, where they uh, it was like ah, a Star Trek. Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, Galaxy Quest. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. a great example and a great movie. Oh, man. If you haven't seen Galaxy Quest, watch that while you're you know, stuck at home in, in, isolation. in isolation. Anyway, let's start talking about Free Guy. I mean, obviously, this is a new concept. This is something that we don't have a history with because a lot of the time we're talking about sequels, we're talking about remakes, we're talking about adaptations, but this is a completely original concept. Which, that's very exciting because this is a new movie, this is a new concept, this is a new idea. Well, not really, let's be honest, not really, but it's not a movie that's based on anything else. So I feel like that needs to be applauded and praised. Well, can you give the movie a rundown? What do we know about the plot of the movie so far? So, Ryan Reynolds plays as an NPC in what we can assume is... What's an NPC? A non-playable character. Do you think they'll point that out in the movie? Yeah, yeah, Because in every video game movie, including Jumanji, which we've discussed before on this show, this is pretty much a similar plot line to Jumanji. Not really. It's in a video game. It's another video game movie. They always point out what an NPC is. I mean, they Points may. all around if they say NPC is a, not, <laughs> a non-playable character. I don't think they need to say, need to explain what a non-playable no. character Everyone is. Everyone knows I what think. an NPC is. Well, it's like explaining what a GPS is in a movie. <laughs> they know through the context. But anyway, Ryan Reynolds GPS. is a non-playable character in a video game that's kind of like a Battle Royale style video game. Yeah. That's an online... It's a cross between Grand Theft Auto Online and Fortnite. And Fortnite, yeah, and those kind of games. So for him, this reality is normal, but I guess somewhere along the lines he learns that he is actually part of a video game. That's right. And goes off the beaten path of what a usual NPC would do, which I guess is just walk around and say the same dialogue. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Do the same thing every day. Have you heard of the White Elves? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Now, I really feel like, I don't know, is this really lazy marketing or is this really smart marketing? Because I really feel like they wrote this movie and I'm marketing this movie with the idea of we really want to target the teen audience. We want to tick every box in our teen audience demographic. Teen and young adult, I suppose. Because look, they've got right 
Ryan Reynolds. Kids love Ryan Reynolds. Tick. We've got Fortnite and Grand Theft Auto Online, two of the biggest games, if not the biggest games, you know, massively online multiplayer, whatever it is at the the moment. the Battle Royale format is so popular right now. You've got PUBG, you've got uh, Call of Duty. PUBG sort of died. Call of Duty Warzone right now, which uh, your boy's been playing a little bit of, but is completely terrible at, by the way. Yeah, so this style of game is is massive at the moment. I suppose that's where we can work in our history. Is like, <laughs> I guess so. have you played either Fortnite or Grand Theft Auto Online? Yeah, Do yeah. you have much familiarity with these sort of like massive online worlds? Yeah, I played a little bit of Fortnite. Really? Yeah, I was not good at that either. These kids on Fortnite are insane. Well, it's all they do. So, yeah. what can you expect? You can get it's paid like for Chinese chess tournament. <laughs> being on winners. Fortnite, I remember hearing really? people were. Like, well, we can talk about that as we tutor it, like tutoring people to get better at Fortnite. There's a couple of Fortnite players in this movie yeah a few twitch streamers yeah in this but movie. we'll get into that when we talk about who's in the movie yeah so you've played fortnite have you ever played grand theft auto online yes yes i have i've there you go. played uh racing doing the street those, races yeah just doing those races those online yeah. maps that you can download and race your oh car. yeah yeah those crazy ones where you're like floating yeah. in the air and there's yeah. like death machines yeah but never done the online i know you're a big gta online player oh uh, not particularly i've dabbled in it a little bit i don't like the sort of like crazy stuff i prefer i don't know i like to treat it like it's a single player a game I rarely play it with other people unless it's people I directly know yeah, right. so I don't really like the whole online interaction because I find like other people just generally tend to ruin the experience for me <laughs> I'm just there trying to play slots in a casino and then in burst somebody and shoots up the place you're walking around enjoying the ambience yeah exactly so yeah. yeah it's not really for me but I've never really liked multiplayer games anyway but I get the vibe I get you know I've played enough to sort of have an idea of what this movie is parodying yeah, I think so, everybody. I think there's a little bit for everybody, which is what you're yeah. kind of saying is they're really targeting. Well, it someone to- who's never played one of these online games or has any interest in them probably won't get the appeal of this movie. Yeah, but that's pretty much like forty plus. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but I guess maybe they will enjoy the parody of it because they're like, oh, maybe. these kids are spending all day on this. Well, uh, most of the reality. references are going to be lost on them. So, well, we'll see when the movie comes out. I guess. Yeah, exactly. So, if you weren't already aware, Free Guy is being directed by Sean Levy. I think he directed Night at the museum so he's all about zany big special effects (laughs) affairs i can't say i've ever seen night at the museum but yeah somebody must have have you i I have yes okay there you go so i guess we can have an idea of what the movie is sort of going to be like from that and the movie was originally being produced by fox but as we know disney purchased fox uh, i think it was last year or the year before so now it's essentially a disney movie and i don't know if this will inspire confidence in you or not but it's being written by the same guy well it was written by the same guy who wrote scoob yay Oh, no. (laughs) I've seen Scoob, so I'm a little worried. So let's talk about who's in the movie. Now, we've mentioned him already. Playing the titular free guy, guy himself, is Ryan Reynolds, who we've discussed a couple of times on this show. We have. He's come back from Detective Pikachu. Yeah, we've discussed him as Pikachu in Detective Pikachu. And we didn't discuss him in Hobbs and Shaw, but he did appear in that movie. Well, we didn't know he was going to be in that movie. No, it was a little surprise cameo. But yeah, so we have discussed two movies that he's appeared in within this show. And if you don't know who Ryan Reynolds is at this point, I can't help you there because where have you been? Good looking, funny guy. Come out of the cave that you're living in. (laughs) And next up, this is a person that not a lot of people may know about, but playing Millie, aka Molotov Girl, is Jodie Comer. I believe that's how you say her surname. I've never heard of her before. She was actually Ray's mother in The Rise of Skywalker. Ah. She had one scene in that movie. There you go. But she also did a lot of TV as well. But stuff I've never seen. British TV. Cool, I am not... Casualty, Holby City, that sort of thing. I totally missed that she was Ray's mum. I haven't seen her really in anything. Well, you only see her for like a brief second, but yeah, she has been on a movie that we've covered on this show. That seems to be a running trend with this cast. Two people come back. Now, here's a person that I know we haven't 
talked about before playing the character of Keys is Joe Keery, who was Steve Harrington on Stranger Things. Yeah. He seems to have lost his iconic hairstyle from Stranger oh, Things. Yeah, He's got like a normal haircut at the moment or slightly normal haircut. It's just long hair. But everyone was freaking out because I think he cut his hair specifically to film this movie. And everyone was like, what has he done? <laughs> He's ruined the most beautiful thing about him. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> It's true. Women were up in arms. Yeah. Well, young girls well, were up in know, arms. What a, what a weird thing, because it's such an 80s hairstyle. And I think Sean Levy, I may be mistaken, I think he also directed a couple of episodes of Stranger Things. So that's Oh, cool. So that would be where he knows good old Steve Harrington from, nice. Joe Keery. Next up, playing the security guard Buddy, is Little Rel Howry. That's a hard name to say, I've got to tell you that. But he was the TSA officer in Get Out, if you remember that. The guy who turns up at the end and saves the day. All right. That was him. That's where we know him from. Yep. I can't say I've seen him in anything else, though, yeah. but I'm sure he's done stuff. Someone that we are very intimately familiar with, playing the character of Antoine. Man. Someone who, yeah, who's been on the show and mentioned on the show countless times is Taika Waititi. Yes, acting in a role, you know. Yeah, again. Behind uh, the camera. Well, we talked about him acting well, in true. Jojo Rabbit. That's true. He was, he he was, was Adolf Hitler yeah, in he was Jojo Adolf Rabbit. Hitler in Jojo Rabbit, which we discussed. And he was also Porg in Avengers Endgame. That's right. So we've talked about two movies that he's appeared okay, in. Fair, and I think he point. also directed both of our Dragon Ball That's right, he did. movie adaptations in that special episode. That's right. I like that we both went for the same guy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's pretty much like the, we've talked about this before, he's pretty much like the director at the moment. He's directing new Star Wars movies coming up. He's directing episodes like of it's, The Mandalorian. It's him and Jordan Peele that are just. Yeah, they're like the it directors. They're, they're the Everyone directors wants right them. Now. And they must be so busy. Yeah. Like so many projects. Everyone's like, we want you to do this. We want you to do that. <laughs> Taika Waititi's pretty much on Disney's leash at the moment. So yeah. It's like every project they put out, they're like, we're either going to have you in it or you're going to be directing There's it. There's got to be a lot of pressure for him. Oh, I'm sure the money helps. <laughs> well, he doesn't have to try very hard to be creative. He has like a, a very strong improv background, comedy background. So, Which hopefully we'll see a little bit in this movie. Yeah, he looks like he might be irritating in this movie, if you ask me. But, but you maybe know, that's what the character is I supposed to be. Personally, I'm not a fan of Taika Waititi, the actor, but I am a fan Did of you, Taika Waititi, the director. I haven't seen Jojo Rabbit yet, and I do want to, but you saw it. Yeah, yeah, he I was, did. was he good in that? Uh, I thought he was irritating. He was Adolf I guess Hitler, so. I guess. But yeah, I always just find Taika Waititi's style of comedy pretty irritating. I know I, that's I an unpopular opinion. In, uh, I, I liked him in Ragnarok. He was funny. Yeah, I didn't like him in that either. You're you grumpy old I don't man. know what it is about him, but he just always annoys me. But anyway. Anyway, so the last person I wanted to mention playing Cubert, just the voice of Cubert, is Jack Septicai, mm. the YouTuber. Now, I actually think this is a really smart decision to cast someone like Jack Septicai in a movie. And I suppose we've also got Ninja, the former Twitch streamer, now Mixer streamer. He's like the only one on that platform. Uh, Laserbeam, whoever that is, and Pokimane. They also cameo as themselves in this movie. But I think it's a really smart decision to cast these people because they have an audience of millions of people, yeah. millions of people who watch everything they do. So, like, if you take those five people, those four people, sorry, I mentioned, if you take those four people, that's like... The audiences will come with. At least, like, 400 million people who are potential audiences for this movie. They may all illegally download it and they won't make any revenue, but still the fan base probably wants to support the people they like. Yeah. And this movie's pretty much being targeted directly at this sort of fan base. Yeah, I think I think that's what they're going for and they're going to be bringing a lot of these YouTube, Twitch gamer personalities. Yeah. In they the, pretty much got one movie. from each platform. Yeah. If people aren't going to be in this movie, they're going to be referenced. Yeah, exactly. And trends are going to be referenced like yeah, of course. silly dances that people oh do online. Oh my God, like the default dancing from Fortnite. Yes. We saw it in the trailer. We saw it in the trailer. Oh and God. there's going to be a dab I'm calling it yes. right now. Of course there is. Oh, 
Can't get through a movie without a doubt these days. So, do you know who any of these people are? Jacksepticeye, Ninja, uh, Jacksepticeye, Laser Beam, Pokimane. Um, I thought you of all people would be familiar with Pokimane. Who's Pokimane? She's a female Twitch streamer. <laughs> why would I be familiar with her? She's known for being very voluptuous. Oh, let's just okay, say that. So that's why I I'll would... introduce you to her right, after okay, the show, okay. buddy. Um, no, no, I'm I'm not. Maybe if I saw her. I know you. Like... What was you're into that like Belle Delphine or the one the bathwater girl? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'd never heard of her before you brought her up. So, <laughs> well, that I was because you're into she that was sort of uh, stuff. <laughs> she was selling bathwater. Yeah, I found... people were drinking it. Well, I found out about her just. Through I that. hope they reference. That in through, this movie. Uh, through H3H3. That's how oh, I yeah. sort of discovered her. Yeah. I wouldn't say I was into her or following yeah, her. Though. You were the reason that the bathwater was sold out. <laughs> yeah, I was when buying I, when I tried to buy water. it. Well, that's why I was pitching you, Kieran. I was like, do you know there's this girl selling bathwater? Yeah. Why aren't we doing that in potential spoilers? <laughs> oh, no one selling wants to drink our, our bathwater. <laughs> Because we take baths together, everybody. Yeah, every show. We're actually in a bath right now. That's how we the do the splashing. show. That's, that's the echo you're hearing. <laughs> Anyway, so we should get straight into our plots. I believe I'm going first this week. You are, yeah. How are you feeling about it? Eh, not especially confident. The trailer doesn't really give a lot away. It gives away the first bit of the movie. Yeah, exactly. Like, it gives you an idea of how the movie will open, but the overall major meat and potatoes of the movie I have no idea about. Yeah, because there's only one trailer for this movie, which is yeah. wild. I was expecting there to be more information about this movie. Yeah. I thought they were going to really hype it up. and. Well, they don't have to at the moment. It's do not the coming whole out circuit, anytime soon. But yeah, only one trailer exists. That was difficult. I'm sure we'll have completely varying plots. We won't be similar at all, except all right. for the start, of course. Let's, let's hear what you have to confident. say. So yeah, I not confident, but let's get into it. So of course, just like we see in the trailer, I think the movie will open with an introduction to the world of Free City. Free City is the name of the video game. That's the, you know, Grand Theft Auto slash Fortnite name, Monica, whatever you want to call it. So we're going to see the chaos of the world. So it looks like a normal city at first, but of course there's all these people who are player characters running around, stealing cars, punching people, just mowing down random pedestrians in the street. It's done in a very cartoony fashion, so it's not too graphic. But yeah, we'll see all this chaos and this is all normal to our main character, Guy. So he's going to get up out of bed. He only has one outfit that he wears. He eats his breakfast. He watches the weather report on the news and finds out, you know, where all the chaos is going to be. There's going to be landmines on the beach. There's going to be heavy gunfire uh, instead of rain. And yep, he laughs. he's going to no-sell it. He chuckles. I don't know why the NPCs in this game world would be so nonchalant because if you've ever played a video game like Granted Online... It's a bad video game. They, they didn't program it well. Yeah, they are running around, they're screaming, they're trying to get out of the way. But, you know, if you were playing a game and then the NPCs were like, eh, whatever, and just reacting nonchalantly, you'd be like, what the heck? But I suppose that's the joke of the movie. Like, this happens to them so often that they're just not even concerned. Uh, they don't, we, we do they don't see care if they're in the shot trailer, or stabbed. Like, if, the, if a person, a character, a playable character, points a gun at them, they, like, put their hands up, but they're kind yeah. of like, eh, this is they're just They're just normal. going through the motions. Yeah. So, as we know, Guy works at a bank. He works alongside his buddy security guard. Buddy. Clever names. I yes. like how creative these names are. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the joke again. I don't think Buddy will appear in the movie too much. He'll pretty much only be in these bank robbery scenes, but it's not like the two of them are going to team up because Buddy seems very apprehensive about the, the plot twist, the turn of events in this movie. So I think we'll probably just get one cycle of a regular day in the shoes of Guy at this point before he tucks himself into bed and, you know, there's just the sounds of chaos going on outside as he's sleeping peacefully, but he's so used to it. It's like the Blues Brothers train going past every five yeah, seconds. it's like living in Sydney. Yeah, exactly. So I think after we see this, we're going to zoom out into the real world. I will be shocked to discover, oh, this is actually a video game. I'm imagining you zooming out in the real yeah. world is like that uh, Grand Theft Auto zoom out effect. Yeah, yeah, up into the sky. But yeah, we zoom out of like a 
TV screen or a computer screen and it's people playing it. Maybe this is where we'll get some of our Twitch streamer slash YouTuber cameos. They're all yeah. really into this game. It's the biggest game out at the moment, biggest game of all time. So everyone's playing it. They're role playing. They're getting, I don't know, the high score, whatever Twitch streamers do. Uh, they're being competitive. And we'll also be introduced to our main characters in the real world. So I think we'll see Antoine. He is basically the boss of the game. He owns the game company. He owns Free City. And I think he'll be an egomaniac. This is Taika Waititi's character. Right. So he's going to be completely full of himself, have no basic awareness of other people's feelings or personal space, things like that. He takes full credit for the game's success. He's basically like a Mark Zuckerberg for Facebook. A Donald Trump. Yeah, exactly. So I also think that Antoine will have a head programmer called Mouser. Well, we know that he has a head programmer called Mouser, who is basically Antoine's butt monkey throughout the movie. He's always there to just take orders and be yelled at. But Mouser is self-aware enough to just always be there to roll his eyes whenever Antoine says something stupid. Antoine didn't actually develop the game himself. The game was actually developed by our other lead real characters, Millie and Keys. They originally approached Antoine with the idea for the game. He was like, it's very nice, but not really what I'm looking for. And then he just stole it. Right. So Millie and Keys don't work at the Free City Company. We'll just call it Free City Inc. Right. So they don't work in the developer studio, but yeah, they developed the code, which was stolen by Antoine. Okay. We go back into the video game world at this point, And one morning, something about Guy's regular morning routine throws him off. So, I don't know, maybe he finds that his milk in his cereal is off. And he's oh. just like, oh, this is different. And it puts a completely different spin on his day. And he goes, you know what? <laughs> it freezes on him. I don't have to do the same. Yeah, maybe. The internet connection was bad. Yeah. I don't have to do the same thing that I do every day today. I'm just going to take it one step at a time and see what happens. So, at the bank, he decides to stand up to a bank robber again, like we see in the trailer. He tries to prevent the robbery by confronting the bank robber. Guy is a pacifist, so he doesn't want to do it with any sort of harm. Bank robber isn't having any of this and breaks his nose. And so Guy tries to appeal to the bank robber's better judgment. He says, you know, if you just looked into my eyes, you'll see that I'm a person and you don't have to kill me. You'll become a pacifist yourself. So he reaches up to take his glasses off and in the, the scuffle, Guy ends up accidentally shooting the bank robber. How cool is the way this guy's dressed, by the way? He's got clouds yeah. on his suit. Yeah, it's pretty much just like Fortnite style. Even Grand Theft style over the top clothing. I don't need to go too further into the description of the scene because it's very prominent in the trailer. If you really want to go into it more, look at the trailer. But in a scene directly stolen from They Live, Guy uses yes. the glasses to see that his world is actually a video game. So of course he gets the heads up display when he puts on the glasses and he can see, you know, the menu options, the menu like options that. and whatnot and places where you can buy stuff. But to him without the glasses, it just looks like a regular world. Gamer tags and things like that. Exactly. And so this anomaly alerts the development team and Antoine gets in contact with Million Keys and tasks the pair with removing the rogue characters from the game. Now, of course, they're going to be like, well, you stole the game from us. Like, why would we want to help you? Because like, I can't do it myself. Yeah, he's like, you guys know the, the game code. You develop this game code. You know it better than anybody else. If you do it for me, I'll offer you guys high paying positions within the company. You'll finally get your due. And they're like, mm, all right, if we finally get our due, we'll, we'll help you out. But Millie and Keys see this as an opportunity to bring down Free City as well as Antoine's company. And so Millie enters the game as the character Molly. Molotov Girl, which I'll just refer to as Millie. Millie, because it's easier. Because it's easier and easier to write than Molotov Girl. So yeah, they're going to bring down Free City. They're going to crash the servers. They're going to make all the you know Twitch streamers and YouTubers give up on the game. The player base is going to be dead. They're going to bring down the company and Antoine's going to get his just desserts. Makes oh, sense? Oh, okay. So they're not helping Antoine. They're no. actually going to sabotage him. That's right. By helping out Guy. So Millie meets up with Guy in the game. And of course, Guy is instantly smitten with her. He's very much a horn dog in sort of like a... A PG way, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Uh, and I think there'll be a series of lame pickup lines throughout the movie as, you know, Guy attempts to flirt with Millie. <laughs> Typical Ryan Reynolds yes. uh, character type. But she's not going to be interested at all. She'll just roll her eyes at every attempt that he makes. And so while Millie is in the game, now she isn't physically like transported to the game world, but we'll just sort of see her in the game playing the character. So she'll be on a computer, you know, basically absorbed. She's in the game, but not physically in the game. Does that make sense? So she's at a computer, Keys is by her side, but Keys is basically acting as the man on the outside. Uh So like the Simon Pegg character from the Mission Impossible movie, he's going to be the one to bring up the statistics. He's going to alter the code to help out Millie as much as possible while she's physically in there. While she's playing herself. game yeah as herself and well as molotov girl and helping out guy as much as possible so millie informs guy that he needs to take down all the player characters in free city this will help out all the other npcs because they'll no longer be harassed every day of their lives but guy as i mentioned before is a pacifist and refuses to kill anybody except the person he killed earlier yeah well that was an accident fair enough that was like the shotgun backfiring during the scuffle where he's trying to take the guy's sunglasses off so Millie turns the idea around and tells Guy that he can be the good guy of the game. He's like, don't see it as you going out there and killing people. You're the hero who's here to defend this world. And of course, we see the line from the trailer. He says, oh, I'm not going to be the good guy. I'm going to be the great guy. Because as we see early on, Guy's catchphrase, basically, whenever he goes <laughs> to work, he says, don't have a good day, have a great day. Yes. So he's like, I'm not going to be the good guy. I'm going to be the, um, the great guy. Will Millie and Molotov Girl be different in appearance in any way? Only slightly. So she's going to she be have like sort glasses of, or something in yeah, the real world? She's going to be, well, I think she has glasses in the video game world as well. So oh, okay. I think she'll be played as more sort of frumpy. You know, that old stereotype where, you know, the sexy librarian isn't sexy yeah, until she yeah, lets right. her hair down and takes her glasses off. She's going to be played as frumpy in the real world. You know, typical Hollywood version of a lady nerd. But in the game, she's pretty much how we see her in the trailers. Okay. Now, I also think that in another way to sweeten the deal, she basically convinces him. She's like, look, I know you're really into me. If you help me out, if we take down the free city servers, I will do whatever you want. He's like, whatever I want. She's like, yeah, whatever you want. What? And and we think it's going to be something dirty. What rating is this? We think it's going to be something dirty, but he's like, well, I've always wanted to kiss a woman because he's never even kissed a woman. And that's like the most extreme thing he can think of because he's pretty much innocent. I want to take you on a date to my Yeah, pretty much. So the whole deal is if he helps her out, if he helps her take down Antoine, he will get a kissy. Makes sense. That's why I do anything. Yeah, absolutely. That's like this, why like anyone this podcast. Does yeah, <laughs> that's your. That's how I pay you. Yeah. So Millie uses code manipulation, of course. I think through keys to equip herself and guy with the best weapons and vehicles in the game, and they become a two-person army, taking down a huge number of players. So I think at this point in the movie, we'll have a series of car chases, aerial dogfights, everything that you need, big explosions, and this will carry on throughout the movie. So it's like one, two, skip a few. We're at the end of the movie, pretty much. <laughs> So I think the players in the real world will start complaining that the game has become too hard and the player count starts dropping. So Antoine quickly becomes aware of this and has his programming team spawn all kinds of strong NPC characters for Millie and Guy to fight. So there's going to be ninjas, there's going to be like Bazooka Joe guys. (laughs) Bazooka Joes. All sorts of stuff that they can just spawn into the game to fight them. And I also think that Antoine will put an in-game bounty of several billion dollars, several billion in-game dollars on both Guy and Millie, and he'll encourage all the real-world players to try and hunt them down. So it's going to be like an Challenge. event. It's an event. Yeah. It's a, it's a player event. But And Antoine can be like, hey, this was you know intentional to yeah, challenge exactly. the real players. Yeah, exactly. That's how he's going to sell it. So I think Guy, within the game world, Guy will struggle to take down these NPC bad guys. He's just like, oh, violence makes me sick. I don't know if I can do it. But Millie is able to convince him that these are video game characters and they aren't real at all. He's like, you're not actually killing anyone. These are just ones and zeros that you're taking down. they're just stormtroopers. 
Exactly. So Guy is able to now take them down, but this revelation leads him to realize that he himself isn't real. So he hasn't realized this yet with no, the glasses and no, he everything? Has not. He thinks he's a real person. He thinks he's alive. But then he goes, hang on, I'm just a video game creation then if that's the case. So this leads to the typical third act emotional conflict between Guy and Millie, where Guy starts to question the point of living if he isn't actually alive. He's just like, well, I don't see the point of continuing on. Why should I keep helping you out at this point if there's no point to life? What I'm a- not actually alive. What an upbeat movie we got here. But Millie is able to win him over by reminding him that now he is a real hero with a purpose in the game. So he is alive within the hearts and minds of the players. God. So she's like, well, no video game character is alive, but it's the players that make them alive. You know, Lara Croft isn't a real person, but to you, the player. <laughs> in, in, your, in, your, uh, in your fantasy, play <laughs> yes, at night, yeah. she is a real person. Yes, exactly. So she's like, well. But it's just you by yourself. You're alive as much as you can be. So that wins him over. There's a little bit of a message there. I know it's a little bit sloppy, but <laughs> go with me. So Antoine, at this point, will enter the game as a souped-up crime boss version of himself. He's like, give me everything. Give me the highest levels of perks. Biggest guns. Give me the biggest guns. And he'll act as the main enemy for Guy and Millie. We saw this coming a mile off. So they'll confront Antoine in his villain lair, which I think will be built into the side of a mountain. Cool. So there's this big mountain that towers over Free City. And yeah, there's a lair either perched on top, but I think it would be cool if it's embedded into it, which you can do anything in a video game, basically, where he is protected by a small army of high-powered bad guy NPCs. This will lead to the raid on Antoine's headquarters and unfortunately during the firefight Millie's Molotov character is wounded and is fading fast. So Guy is just like what about the kiss you promised me? And she's like alright before I go you can kiss me. She's not particularly happy about this. (laughs) And this is the juice this is the little get up and go that guy needs to handily take out Antoine and his men. He becomes a one-man army. Rambo's up. He Neo's up. He can finally see the Matrix and he takes everybody out, including Antoine, of course. So now that Guy has taken out all of his enemies, the real world players all decide to move on to the next big game. Free City isn't the big thing anymore. Everyone just moves on. Like, well, we're just playing Evolved now (laughs) or Evolve, whatever that stupid game that nobody played was. (laughs) So with no good ideas of his own, Antoine's company quickly goes under and he is left homeless on the streets. So he has to survive in the streets of the, the real big bad world. Oh, Antoine. Yeah, Antoine. Yeah. Just standing there begging for change. <laughs> Jeez. With a big beard. So he didn't have any savings at all? No, or- no. He lost them all. He put all his money into the next game and that failed. So the world of Free City is now free from all threats and the NPCs can live their lives in peace, but just as long as the servers are still alive because, you know, yeah. if they're going to pull the plug on the game, the whole world is gone. I suppose that might be a conflict in the movie as well. But Millie returns to the video game world to reassure Guy that she didn't actually die and that even if Free City is eventually shut down, that he'll have a place as a hero in their next game. She's like, well, I can just put your code on a USB drive, put you in any game. You can be the hero in like a Dungeons and Dragons style game. Yeah. And so they all lived happily (laughs) ever after. I don't think they'll have a relationship because Guy's not real. Yeah, well, how does a video game character and a a real person... Well, she's like, maybe you can bang my avatar as much (laughs) as you want. I'll just leave it here on autopilot. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like a a real doll or something. As soon as she leaves the game, it's just left there motionless. (laughs) It's like, great. No, they're not going to do that. So the message of the movie is just like shallow materialistic. uh, Of course. It's an online multiplayer game. Like what else is there? Yeah. How'd you feel? Not confident at all. <laughs> you, you sound a little shaky, i got to yeah. say. You sound a little shaky. It's like you started confident, but it started yeah. dripping. I don't know. I, I think I might well, be Well, halfway through, I realized that I pretty much had nothing <laughs> and no substance to the plot, but yeah. 
I'd like to hear what you have now. All right, all right. Well, before I before I go in, I played with some ideas here that maybe this would be a the the overall message of the movie might be don't be stuck in the uh, you know virtual reality world. Right. Live world outside. You know. Live you, world outside. Live world outside. Live. I'm gonna world have out- that. I'm gonna have that like on a motivational <laughs> post. <laughs> world outside you know like experience real things don't spend all day in, in the video game world or in a virtual it's gonna be reality a dog world. like running through a field but then i thought Live world outside manny d what the hell are you thinking this this movie is about making money selling merch and and releasing more video games so they're not yeah. absolutely not gonna do i don't that. think they'll make like a free guy video they game. could do they it's could gonna take do. too much money and effort but this is gonna be a celebration of game culture which will be great which is yeah. what i think it should That's be why there's so many like youtubers and streamers in it yeah which is what i which personally what i'm looking forward to and it, it should be a lot of fun so uh the opening of this movie will start with the 20th century logo and it will turn into computer turn graphics into the disney castle <laughs> maybe maybe it'll be a glitch that'll happen yep and so we're gonna have a cold open where our hero guy played by ryan reynolds wakes up he picks out his clothes for the day and it's pretty much the exact same clothes yeah you know it's like albert einstein he only has one outfit <laughs> exactly like me basically he's a pretty chipper character he yep. watches the news he sees all these horrific events on the news, but he's yep. unfazed by them, much like in your plot. Yeah, he's well, walk- the weather in my plot. Yeah, I don't know why I interrupted to make that point. But- <laughs> sure. Well, I saw that in a teaser. That's why I'm yeah. putting it there. So he's walking around the world, and we see typical game stuff presented as normal explosions. Typical game stuff. Yeah. Guys coming down from cables. I didn't work Cubert into my plot. Who was that? It's a video game character from the game Cubert. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm just going to throw it in now. He's just around in the game world. Sure. Why not? Okay, so people are stealing money, things like that, and Guy is walking around. Cubit's just there for some reason. Cubit's just there for some reason. So Guy's just walking around, and this is all normal to him. He's completely unfazed, not reacting to any of this crazy shenanigans that he sees pretty much every day. Now, I just want to take this opportunity to say a few key predictions that'll happen throughout, that'll right, be peppered yeah. throughout the whole That's plot. pretty much what I did through my whole plot. So when, <laughs> so when an avatar dies or something happens to them, we will see the reaction of their player and their player will be completely different to their avatar. So yeah, for example, course. we'll see like a, an overweight guy, you know, as a muscly dude or yeah. like even a, a sexy female character. Maybe we'll see a tough guy and it'll be a five-year-old girl. Another person will be like a 78-year-old lady. We'll be surprised like yeah, as okay. characters die or what. So like in the movie Gamer. Yeah, so Gerard Butler I, one, I never, I never watched that. So that's pretty much the same plot now that I yeah, think about it. Yeah, there's a few things. I used uh, the Fairly Odd Parents episode as a big. Uh, I can't say I've seen it. <laughs> it's a big inspiration for my plot, but this story has been told before. But anyway, yeah, I digress. So we're going to see the reaction of people when stuff happens to their avatar, and it's going to be a gag throughout the whole movie. Uh, there'll be references to Fortnite, Warzone, PUBG, and other battle royal games. Twitch streamers will make cameos, which I think we said there'll be a character that'll teabag someone. I hope so. <laughs> Let's hope so. I hope Ryan Reynolds teabags someone. <laughs> and we'll see some characters not know what they're doing. So there's going to be people that'll be good at the game and there's going to be people that won't be good at the yeah. game. Maybe someone There'll running... be the, the Matty D and Kieran characters <laughs> yeah, just so running against the wall. Running in circles. Yep. Um, there'll also be a gag where at one point in the movie something will glitch. So right. we'll see something like happen where you know somebody freezes or... There's a bit of lag. Yeah, there's a lag. Oh, that's perfect. Why didn't I think of that? There's going to be a lot of fun that they can have with that. So guys walking around enjoying his life in Free City and he meets Millie. What, he, she's just there? She's just there, yeah. Okay. And he bumps into her and she tells him something really inspiring like, you know. <laughs> what was it you said? <laughs> Go live, outside. Live world outside. <laughs> live world outside. She says something along the lines of um, you're able to have like choice. Uh, what am I going to say? <laughs> okay. <laughs> let, me, let me just like recollect my thoughts out. Live world outside. So she bumps you're into him. You're able to him. have choice. 
And he apologizes. He says, sorry, I didn't mean to do that. And she says, you can do whatever you want. And that just resonates with him. Okay. And she walks off and he's kind of smitten and then he gets hit by a car. But, you know, that's pretty normal for him. So he arrives at his job at the bank and the bank gets held up and he's talking to his friend. Buddy. Buddy. And he's saying, you know, maybe we should... His pal, buddy. Don't you ever get sick of this? Don't you ever get sick of doing the same thing every day? And Buddy's like, what are you talking about, man? And he's like, you know what? I'm sick of being held up. I'm going to do something about this. I'm going to try to reason with this man. So, so we goes, don't see a bank robbery before this point? Is this like the first this time? This is the first time. Okay, so yeah. unlike you, I know you had a cycle of the yeah. events. It's just going to be straight into it. Right. So we're just going to assume that this is just the normal thing that happens. Right, right. So yeah. bank robber comes in. He's all clouded up with his uh, cool jacket. Yep. You're obsessed with these clouds for some reason. I, don't I love why. it. And uh, guy says, look, it. you don't need to do this. Let's talk it out. And of course, it's a player, probably played by like a teenager yep. who's just like wanting to be kill Pokemon. him. So in the conversation, guy bumps into him and he drops his glasses and gun. Guy picks it up and decides to give it back to him, but in the process, shoots him with his own shotgun. And this- Like, Lear, he let me put the glasses on your face. Guy. And then he squeezes the trigger, yep. bang. Yeah. And Guy had been punched in the face a few times before yep. this. I think he'd been- we know from your plot. Pistol whipped. Yes. So he might have been thrown around a little bit. Yeah. So Guy's like shocked by this. He killed somebody. Oh my God. He's a murderer. He runs out of his bank. He puts on his glasses and discovers the world that he is in Ooh. a video game. Yeah. And this freaks him out. And then- There's a big sign that says, we live, they sleep. Yes. Yes. So pretty soon we're going to be introduced by a voice that'll come out of nowhere. Now there was a voice actor credit. There was a person that was credited as voice only in this game. Yeah, Jacksepticeye. Yeah, which is what I thought. Like Cubit. Yeah, which is what I thought Cubit would be in this. Would be a voice that is the tutorial for the game. Yeah, well we know that's not going to happen. <laughs> Why not? Because Cubit is like he's he's like a creature. He's like a creature with like a snout for a, a nose. So. Oh yeah, we did see him in the trailer, didn't we? Okay. Well, there'll be. Oh a- yeah, we did. Yeah, yes. we did. Okay. Anyway, so Cubit will be there somewhere, but there'll be an unrelated voice and okay. yep. that makes more sense. it will teach him how to play the game and it acts as an introduction to this world. So guys Ooh. just kind of reacquainting him with what he can do. Maybe it's Taika Waititi's voice. <laughs> Maybe. And he's testing his new powers, in quotation mark, by going on a mission he's not supposed to do. Because mm. the, the game thinks- He's doing a heist. The game thinks because he's wearing glasses that he's part of, he's a player yeah. now. Yeah. yeah, he does a heist or something. He's just yeah. like, what's going on? We saw a bit in the trailer where that woman's dancing and I've noticed that the pants like that a fortnight dance. Ryan Reynolds was wearing was the guy that's on the floor. So maybe he, you know- Steals someone's pants? No, no, no. He co- goes up to a gang and gets knocked out. Right, 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 right. You know. And then they teabag him and do the fortnight dance. Yeah, so e- either way, he's on a mission. He's in over his head. He's about to die. And Millie Molotov girl saves him just before he's about to die. She knows that he shot one of these guys earlier, which surprises her because Ooh. he's a non-playable character. So she takes him to an underground headquarters where she reveals that the person that he shot was in a group of trolls Mm. that were making the game a bad experience for everybody else. Griefers, I think they call them. Yes. And they've been bragging on the internet that they're going to open up a virus that will destroy the game for everybody, killing everybody in this world. So they're going to hack the game. That's right. Wow. So Millie, in my plot, isn't a programmer. She's just a character, but she is a real person. So she's a player in the world. So the middle part of this movie will be them fighting... This, annoying this terrorist group. Yeah. And they'll be with you and terrorist groups they'll lately? Be, they'll be a, Are they Japanese too? <laughs> they're all annoying over the top villains. And if their glasses fall off, they're vulnerable to be killed. So the idea oh. is knock the glasses off and then kill them. Right. And Interesting. Millie and her group and Guy are- Because maybe like the game glitches out for the players if their glasses fall off. That's right. So like from their point of view, like the game is freezing yep. and crashing or whatever. Yeah. They discover that the bad guys are heading to a secret area in the game that the programmer had created. Kind of like a fail safe, like a secret so area. So who's the programmer in your version? Taika Watiti. Oh, of course. Antoine. Yeah, Antoine. 
And so they head there, and Guy has some existential questions about his own mortality, with Taika Waititi seeming to be his god. Right. Because he meets... So Taika Waititi sort of created a version of himself in the game that kind of acts as like the lord of this universe. So like in Ready Player One, which by the way, the script was co-written by the guy who wrote Ready Player One. Another movie I haven't seen, but yes. Another very similar plot. Yes. So that's where... Pretty much the same plot as your plot. Yeah, I think and, about um, it. and sort of Taika Waititi's character in this game is just a very over-the-top version of him, which is why he's, oh, all, Jesus. he's, he's so How could you have a more over-the-top version of Taika Waititi? So they have to protect Taika Waititi and protect the building that he's in because what they're going to do is they're going to put the virus in this building, which is sort of the cornerstone of the world. Right. And once the virus spreads, it sort of kills the whole game. Can and the this virus... be like the mountain hideout from my plot? <laughs> yeah, sure. It can be the mountain hideout. Sure. So the virus itself will take the form of a bomb in the game. Mm. So they'll be setting up a bomb and if that bomb it's goes off theory. it will destroy everything there'll be a big fight also by the way while this is happening there as most battle royal games there's a gas cloud circle so the circle gets oh, smaller really? and so they're always being pursued by this zone right. that closes in if they go outside the zone they die which I think is something that they took from the movie Battle Royale believe it or not yeah if you've seen the Japanese movie battle yeah I have actually, I think they yeah. made a, like an American remake that so, wasn't yeah. very good but in that they had zones they were all wearing collars that had explosives and then, on yeah, them well, they would explode and if they walked into a zone that was you know a place that they weren't supposed to go they'd blow up or they could just actively change the zones whenever they wanted so anyone who's hiding out in one spot too long they just change the zone that they're yeah. into a bomb zone and they die so, this so is that's a... where they took that for PUBG and then Fortnite stole that from yeah, PUBG yeah yeah so it's a pretty typical thing in, in yeah. these kind of games so there's a big action fight the bad guys nearly win but Guy takes the bomb and goes outside the zone, sacrificing himself for everybody. Oh, there you go. Killing the bomb, killing himself, but everybody saves the day. Why can't the bad guys create a new virus? I don't know. Maybe it was a one-off kind of thing. Go with me. Yeah. They've been banned. They can't <laughs> they, play the their game Their accounts anymore. have been banned. Thinking he is dead, Guy wakes up thankful to be alive. So he wakes up in his normal bed and he's like, oh, what? Wow. And he goes to the bank and he is happy, but kind of also sad because the world's still there, but you know, all his friends are gone. Taika Waititi appears and thanks him for saving the game. He thanks, ta- Brew. <laughs> he talks, uh, so Taika Waititi will tell him that although it's great to play violent games, some alternatives are also good. You should he- also watch Marvel movies. And he introduces a DLC called Bank Teller, which oh, Guy is which the no star. One play. Oh, there you go. And it's about the nobility of the everyday man in the everyday life. And it is a hit. People love it. We get to see all these Twitch streamers saying, hey, this movie, this game's really great. Look at <laughs> This our- movie's really great. This movie's really <laughs> Really great. I mean, this game's really great. Disney's fantastic. Much like yourself, Ryan Reynolds is the star, or I should say, Guy is the star of his own. Is video there any game. romance with Millie in your? Yeah, plot? yeah. He'll be flirting with Millie a little bit, okay. but it'll be very played down. There'll be no actual romance. Right, okay, yeah. like it'll be all cutesy. Millie will say a tearful goodbye to Guy. Um, she's deciding to step away from the controller and spend more time with her family. Right. And there's a. There's Did a, you say she was like overweight or something? No, like I, haven't, that? I haven't. I uh, haven't. got said who Millie is because okay. that's going to be the twist of cool. my movie. So it is a you know sad somber moment where Millie decides to say goodbye to her friend Guy, an NPC that taught her so much about life, and we get to see Millie's who is playing Millie's character, Millie Molotov girl, and it is Ryan Reynolds. He turns <laughs> off the console. He was Millie the entire time. Gosh, that NPC looks a lot like me are you yes. going for like a detective Pikachu yes I am I am I am he looks at himself in the mirror really sad being like man why did I make detective Pikachu <laughs> <laughs> I need to, and Green need to Lantern. Put, put down these video games as a, as a vice by the way Taika Waititi was also in Green Lantern with Brian Reynolds mm. so they may bring that up in the plot oh, there you go they might make a reference to it like I don't well, know how also I just want to add uh, this is an additional plot twist that I forgot to mention that one of the programmers on the video game went 
went rogue. They worked on the maybe game. Maybe Joe Keery. Yeah, maybe. Maybe Mouser. So maybe these guys, they wanted to steer the game in more more towards mobile app games, right. how evil they are and yeah, suck yeah. people's money. With ads and microtransactions. And they got kicked off the gaming company. So they decided to take the game from the inside. So we, the big bad guy reveals to be one of these ex-programmers. Oh. That's why he got everybody together and tried to set up this virus. But we all end up happy. Guy is the star of his own video game. And I'm sure we may have a sequel in the works if this movie is popular. But I, I want to predict that even though... Free Guy 2 DLC. I think people will like this movie. I think this I think it'll be a popular movie. That's another prediction oh, yeah? I just want to add there. I think it will come out. People will be like, oh yeah. And it will quickly be forgotten. Maybe. We'll see. That's just my prediction. Because that's what 90% of movies yeah. are like these days. So I'm not confident at all in that. Wow. The movie Look could go in so many different directions. So I guess we'll see. Yeah, we will see. So if you have any ideas of what you think will happen in Free Guy, I know the script is out there and available. It was part of the 2016 Blacklist. I think it was one of the top scripts from that year. So you can actively go out and spoil the movie for yourself if you wanted to. Obviously, we haven't accessed it because we don't want to ruin the show for ourselves. I'm sure it'll show in our plots if you've read the script. exactly. You will know if you read the script that we have not read it at all because we probably got nothing right. So, if you have any ideas, please don't spoil the movie for us and just send us the script. But you can let us know what you think is going to happen at potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com is our email. Otherwise, you can find us on Facebook. Just do a search for Potential Spoilers Pod. Otherwise, we're on Twitter, Instagram, or you can leave us a comment on this episode's page on the Podbean site. Yeah, and also let us know what you want to see in this movie as yeah. well. If you're what a references gamer, do you want them to work in? Yeah, if you want to see any particular Twitch streamer, YouTuber, or... Well, they're probably not going to be in the movie because otherwise they would have said... <laughs> If you're a big Pokemon fan <laughs> yes, and you want to see her or more of her, I'm not surprised, but if you want to see more of her in movies, let us know. If you're a big ninja fan and you like that stupid haircut of his, let us know. <laughs> yes. So we should talk about what we're going to be discussing next week. It's going to be a different kind of episode. Yeah, next, next we week. do this once in a blue moon. Uh, well, once every month or so, but... It's going to be another one of our special episodes. So, Matty D, can you explain how our special episodes work and how they vary from regular episodes? Sure, sure. So, we like to take a break from predicting movies and put our money where our mouth is by making up a movie ourselves. And to do that, we've got six categories. They are remake, reboot, sequel, prequel, spin-off, and adaptation. And underneath these headings, we've got movies of very well-known sort of blockbuster We've got at least 30 titles. well-known titles. So, what we do is we roll... 60, sorry. At least 60 well-known titles. That's right. And what we... We roll a dice, whatever number that dice rolls on, we select if we're making a remake, reboot, sequel, prequel, spin-off or adaptation and then we roll the dice a second time to see what we're doing with that movie. Yes. So it's all down to chance what we're doing. That's right. And I believe Kieran is rolling the yes, dice. Yes. I'm very excited to be rolling the dice. Let's get it going right now. So this roll will decide what category we're doing. We'll Here decide we go. our fate. Yes. And it rolls off the table. And under the table. So I can't see it at all. Hold on. So we've got one. One. So that would be a remake, which we haven't mm. done before. We've never done a remake. No, we I have could not. have sworn we've done a remake. No, no, it looks like we haven't. So well, there you go. New, new territory. Wow, how exciting. Let's roll and find out what exactly we'll be remaking. <laughs> of course. My table is too small to roll on. And we've got three. So. <laughs> wow. Judging from that reaction, it might be a good one. Uh we're remaking Forrest Gump. Really? Yes, we are. How would you even go about I have remaking no that? idea. <laughs> well, oh, actually, I've got an idea. I've got an idea. <laughs> I'm glad one of us does. Yes. Oh, you could do so much with this concept. Okay, oh, all right. It. So Think about it. It doesn't have to be the exact same movie again. You could update it to like, 
follow modern world trends or you could like even put it in a different time period sure. yeah. like you could go further back in time like you could have him be born in 1900 and go through the first two world wars rather yeah. than like Vietnam and all that sort of stuff or you could make it like yeah modern day that probably a little teaser that's probably what I would do I'd work in more modern events maybe it will lead up to the corona I don't want to give too much away <laughs> I don't want to give too much away. So, we'll save that for next week. We're going to be remaking a movie that many people would think yeah. doesn't need a remake. Yeah, it definitely doesn't uh, need a remake. Much beloved I think that's why Tom, the, Tom Hanks. We put it on there. Forrest Gump. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's because why we It's going it. to be a challenge. Maybe it seemed like a good idea at the time. Yeah, exactly. And it's a movie that nobody would ever remake in real life, so there's no risk of them actually <laughs> doing this in Hollywood. So we're going to find out what we would do in our Forrest Gump remake next week. Yep. But if you have any ideas, please let us know. We promise we won't steal them. But I would love to know how you, the listening audience, would remake Forrest Gump. So again, contact us in those places that I mentioned earlier. And we'll continue living in our simulation. Yes. And until we get a game over, we'll catch you next week. See you then. I'm imagining there's going to be a kid in this movie and then as Ryan Reynolds dives out of the water and goes over his fence in his aquarium, the kid is just going to be like reaching up. It's going to be a poster of the movie. Free guy. And he grabs his dick. He grabs his dick. Or his really saggy balls. <laughs> what, they slap the kid across <laughs> the face? Yeah, right. They, they give him a, like a, a uh, what's it called? And uh, Ryan Reynolds is like... <laughs> a turkey slap. <laughs> you know how Free Willy sounds like... <laughs> go, Willy, go! The greatest adventure of the summer. Free Willy. Free <laughs> Willy.